0: you're listening to the simple Pin podcast peterist for business advice that goes down smooth and easy here's your host kate all hey everyone welcome to the simple Pin podcast I'm your host, Kate All, and I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management company specializing in both organic management and promoted pins management as well. But if you are not ready to hire us, we have this podcast here to help you DIY your Pinterest marketing. We have been hearing from so many of you via iTunes or the Facebook group that the tips that we're sharing on this podcast are really helping you up your game when it comes to your Pinterest marketing. And I love hearing the stories. We've shared some of them over on our podcast page on the site. And we want to continue to hear from you so we can get better at what kind of topics we're sharing here on the podcast. So if you would either leave a review on iTunes or you can go to the most recent blog post, which will be for this episode, and that is simplepinmedia.com slash 142, we would love to hear your feedback because we, every quarter, sit down and ask ourselves, what does our community need to know more about? what are their greatest questions and we plan out quarter by quarter just because Pinterest changes so quickly and we want to stay on top of that so we can't get too far ahead in what we're talking about and recording so if you have an idea for a podcast or you're really really dying to hear the answer to a particular question please put that in iTunes or put it on the blog comment over there you can even go to the Facebook group which is simplepinmedia.com slash Facebook So today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to get more followers on Pinterest. And I don't think followers are the most important element on Pinterest, but I do know for some of you that it's important. So we're going to go over four tested tips for increasing followers on Pinterest. Plus, I'm going to share with you a bonus tip that I want you to test out. But first, I want to address those of you who are listening that are beginners. If you are new to Pinterest, you're new to this podcast, and you're kind of sitting back there spinning a little bit with all of this information, we have started to create what we would call pillars for people in our audience. These are directly targeted at where you are at in your Pinterest marketing journey. So if you're new to Pinterest, we have a free four-week newsletter series That we have completely jam-packed, but not in a super overwhelming way, all of our favorite Pinterest resources that are specifically designed for beginners. Because we know that you guys have the most basic questions and we want to get your foundations properly established before we take you to our next level, which is Grow. So if you want those resources, you can get them at simplepinmedia.com slash start. And at the bottom, you'll see a place to sign up for that newsletter series. After you've mastered everything that you need to know with the start pillar, you are really moving along and you feel like you're ready to scale up and really get super strategic with your Pinterest marketing, we have another newsletter series for you. And you can find that at simplepinmedia.com grow. On these pages too, as well, you'll find links to our content that specifically help you with where you're at. And we know that in our community, we have people who are just starting out, people who are really getting lift off, and then people who are ready to hand off their Pinterest marketing. That's our scale pillar. Those are the people who come to us because they have completely maxed out their Pinterest strategy. They feel like it's taking them a lot of time, and they really want to focus back on their content. So then they're ready to hire us to manage their Pinterest account. In fact, I have to share this story that was so delightful to me. And it was a client that just came on with us. And she said, I've been listening to your podcast for two years. I've implemented everything. My traffic has grown like crazy. And now I need to step back and I really need to hand it off to you. And because I've been listening to your podcast for two years, because I've seen what you've done here in the industry, I feel confident in handing that off that you're going to do all the things that you teach on the podcast. So that was really reassuring to me that what we're doing here is really, really helping y'all grow your Pinterest account in a really smart and strategic way that is not leaving you overwhelmed. So if you're new to Pinterest, go to simplepinmedia.com start. If you are not new to Pinterest, but you wanna make sure that you're on target, go to simplepinmedia.com slash grow. All right, let's dive into the followers question. This is a question I feel like I get literally all the time. I get it in my email, I get it on Instagram, when I teach at conferences. People wanna know do followers matter on Pinterest? We did a data study that we'll link to in the show notes, and that was done back in 2016, I believe, 2015. And what we discovered about that was, especially in this 0 to 50,000 follower range, a client or a person in the community who had 10,000 followers could get the same amount of traffic as 50,000 followers. And here at Simple Pin, our goal is to deliver up traffic to our client's website. It's almost like if we look at this funnel, we are filling the top of the funnel with as many possible leads as our clients need. And it's up to our clients to take those leads and funnel them down to where they want them to go, whether it's monetizing through ads, or affiliates, or selling products, or even just getting them on their email list to warm them up for later. So when we did this study, looking at the followers versus the traffic, what we determined was that followers weren't really all that important. It didn't give a traffic indicator. Well, since then, we've learned a lot more about pinner habits and how that plays into following someone on Pinterest and what it is that the pinner is looking for. As a marketer, we always want to be paying attention to what the pinner needs and their experience. So one thing to note about the experience of a pinner is 97% of pinner searches are unbranded. So this means they are not loyal to people, brand, or company. They are strictly interested in the pins that will inspire them, help them accomplish their goals, and dream about what's next. Pinterest knows this about them through tracking the search data and the keywords they put into the keyword search bar. So think about that. They are much more likely to search camel colored leather crossbody bag instead of simply putting in Madewell. Their goal is to gather as many leather crossbody bags to their board and then make a decision about which one they want to buy. Their intent isn't brand. Their intent is what they have in their mind, what they're looking for. So it's a really important distinction compared to Instagram, which is very much brand loyal. And that's why we see certain brands with a high number of followers. And we follow people over there because of their brand. Whereas on Pinterest, that's not the pinner's intent. The pinner's intent, again, is just to get what they're searching for. With knowing all of this, we do know that followers are important to the social media world. And sometimes they, you know, tell a, a story, especially for some of you where the social proof is important. That could be brand work, showing that brand that you have followers, um, or maybe just showing another follower that you have other people following along. The thing that's important to note here, as we have seen some of our clients work with brands, is that brands also have a tough time understanding that Pinterest followers are not as important as an Instagram follower. So if you have a brand you're working with and you really want to share this information with them, go ahead and share this podcast and let them know that the follower number isn't the end all be all. It's the same with the monthly viewer number on your profile. It is not the end-all be-all. Just know that that number is a little subjective. So all that to say, followers are important to some of you. And we really want to give you the tools to be able to grow your following because it serves a greater goal in your business. So check this thought away as well. This is from a recent Tailwind article that we will link to in the show notes. And the quote in there is, every pin you share is a reflection of you as a pinner as in make sure your profile, boards, and pins reflect who you are and what your account or your niche is about. So the people you want to follow you will be attracted to your content. So it's a very holistic view. Profile, boards, pins, it all goes together. For you just to slap up as many pins as possible and kind of hope somebody follows you is really just throwing darts. And it's not what Pinterest wants. To be able to serve their pinner. That is their end goal to have a good pinner experience. All right, with that being the case, and this followers are important and your account profile branding is really important as well. Here are the four tips. Plus, I'm going to give you one tip at the end that I want you to test out and report back as to how it works. Number one, this is really obvious, but it's probably the number one most important tip. Tell or ask people to follow you on Pinterest. I know people get all weird about putting calls to action out there for the world to see. They're worried they're gonna annoy people, but I want you to think about it this way. If I find your content on Pinterest, a pin, I click through to your website. I absolutely love what I find. And I see a button or a call to action or a link that says, follow me on Pinterest. I am delighted. Why? Because I just came from Pinterest and it's one of my favorite platforms. I love that you're over there. So you betcha, I will follow you. This can also be the case if somebody comes from Google or they come from Facebook. They may already have a really good active relationship with Pinterest where they use it often. And the fact that you're on Pinterest is great because they like your content. They want to continue to follow you to see what type of content you're going to share. Sometimes we forget that people aren't inside our marketing world. In our marketing world, we can often get annoyed with calls to action or pop-up boxes or any of that. But we have to remember, most of our audience might not be annoyed by that, especially those of you who are marketing B2C, business to customer. They need those call to actions. They need you to lead them through the process. So start by putting follow me on Pinterest on your website somewhere. You can even create your own box. You can put it inside a popular pin. Let's say you have a popular pin where it's getting a ton of traffic from Pinterest. Somewhere on that page, whether product listing or blog post, call out to have them follow you on Pinterest. It's really simple. It takes 30 seconds, and it's a really important way to build awareness that you're on the platform. Number two is to post on other social media platforms in two specific ways about your Pinterest activity. One, tell them you're on Pinterest. So take a lesson from tip number one and just ask them to follow you. Here's a practical example. If you're on Instagram and looking to get people maybe to follow you over on Pinterest, just ask them in a post, maybe with a picture of your Pinterest boards or a swipe up link. I saw this recently in a previous podcast guest, Krissa from Physical Kitchenists. She did this great Instagram story about how she had hired her sister to be her Pinterest marketing person. And she was talking about it. And then she showed a picture of her Pinterest boards. And then she did the swipe up link. So, hey, guys, like, My sister's going to be helping out with Pinterest. We're sharing really great ideas over there, really great recipes, exercise tips. Make sure you follow us. Swipe up. Here's the link. Chances are your Instagram users didn't even think about you being on Pinterest. And so they hop over there and they follow you. The second way you can leverage your other social media accounts is to post about a specific board that makes sense for either the season or what you're selling. I heard this great tip um, a few years ago from a woman who sold makeup. She sent her Facebook audience to her board that showcased all her different shades of mascara. She asked them to save or comment on the color that best fit them, that they loved. So a tip for those of you who run Facebook ads, if you're like this woman and all those pins connect directly to your product on that Pinterest board, you could potentially run a Facebook ad directly to this Pinterest board now. For those of you who totally know Facebook ads and you're a whiz at them, I have no idea that this, if this would work. So don't send me a ton of emails about how this is not going to work, but you can definitely give me feedback as to um, how that can be a really effective strategy for people who are trying to do it with Pinterest. So just so you know, I am not even remotely close to a Facebook ads expert at all. Like I avoid it like the plague. So it's just a tip for you who do sell a product. And you wanna send people from a different social media platform to a board that showcases your products. Tip number three. So I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really do love the Milo Tree pop up. I know that some of you um, have tested it, it didn't work for you. Some of you have tested it and you love it. One of the reasons I love the Milo Tree pop up and I have it set to Pinterest is that in 2016, I started using the app. It was really organic. Jillian reached out to me and you can hear that story in episode 13. Within eight months, I had grown by 1,000 followers for a total of 3,000 followers at the time. And almost three years later, I've gained almost 20,000 followers. So I'm now at 24,000 as of March of 2019. This is not sponsored. This is just a tool I really love. I am an affiliate for it because I think that's smart when you really love a product and you want to share it with your audience. I love this tool because it's passive. And if you're getting a lot of traffic to your site, this is a good way to build awareness. This is another layer to say, follow me on Pinterest. So I have my MylaTrip app set to Instagram. I just added that in just recently as I want to start growing that, mostly because I really want to get to the swipe up. And then I also have it set to Pinterest and I have it set to my email opt-in. You can also set it to Shopify, YouTube, Facebook. There's a lot of different options. It's $9 a month. You can rotate through all those different profiles and it does give you analytics. The other thing I like is that Jillian tests it on her site, Catch My Party, and make sure that it works really well. And she's definitely committed to ensuring that the the app works great. So it's not just, it's not something that affects your site negatively and it's Google compliant. I've been happy with it. I think it's been a great tool to grow my followers, especially in times where my account has had legs. We've had to stop pinning for a little bit simply because it was used as a training account and now somebody is no longer training. So there's seasons of time where nobody's pinning on it. It just helps support what I'm doing. So that is tip number three. All right, tip number four is post a link in your email newsletter with your Pinterest page link and why you are even pinning. So here's a good example. Um, this is, Well, actually, here's two examples. Number one, in my Wednesday emails, I'll often highlight previous episodes of the podcast. And then I put next to that link, pin it for later. This is the URL of the pin I wanna send them to. So, why I do this is because I know that people reading my email, my email is pretty long every Wednesday. It's really packed full of tips. And there's sometimes where I'll I'll share a previous episode, and some of you will want to remember to listen to it later. So, I want to serve you in this way so that you can pin it for later. Here's the thing it takes about 15 minutes to gather all the links and put them in there. Sometimes, I get super rushed with my email and slightly lazy. So I have realized I need to build in more time to be intentional. And it's so funny because it's just 15 minutes, but the result could be really great because your audience is sharing your content for you. You're not only helping them remember that they can revisit later, but they're sharing onto Pinterest your content. This is really, really powerful effects. So I need to stop being lazy and just keep doing it. So the other thing that you can do is talk about in your email why you are using Pinterest as a place to share your content, why you love Pinterest. Sometimes we forget that some of our audience members don't know about the social platforms that we're on, and they just need to be sold a little bit into why are we sharing our content on Pinterest? Sometimes it's because we know our audience is there. Sometimes it's because it's a really great search and discovery engine. There's a lot of different reasons, but I do believe that sometimes it's good to build awareness as to where we are most active or where we are sharing our content. So let's review those four tips before I go into the bonus tip. One, just tell people you're on Pinterest. That's it. Just tell them, ask them, will you follow me on Pinterest? or just follow me on Pinterest, put it on your site, really let them know that you're over there. Number two is post on other social media accounts in really creative ways that you're on Pinterest that piques their curiosity, showcases what you're talking about, or even links directly to a board with all of your products. Number three is using the Milo Tree pop-up on your site and have it just set to Pinterest for a couple of months. Um, that's probably the best way to really start getting the followers growing. Then you can add in other things like Instagram and your email opt-in. I did not add those until later. I kept it to Pinterest for a good year. And then post a link to a pin in your email or post a link to your Pinterest page. Let your email readers know that you're on Pinterest. There might be people who just read your email and wait for you to tell them where to click. They're waiting for you to tell them Hey, follow me on Pinterest or go visit this board. All right, here's a bonus tip that we had incorporated into a previous blog post a long time ago, previous podcast. But I really would love for some of you to test it and report back in a couple months if you saw any increase. So, the way that you can test it is well, let me talk about first what I would love for you to test out, and then I'll show you, I'll tell you how to test it. So it'd be really fun to create a blog post if you have a blog about the top five boards on your profile. You can find these top boards. Um, you obviously don't want to choose group boards. You don't want to choose somebody else's boards. But what are the top five boards that are getting good engagement on your profile? You can find that in Pinterest Analytics. And then I want you to talk about those top five boards and the value that they have, the value of the content inside of those boards and why they might be helpful to your audience. Take a screenshot of them, walk it through and say the top five boards for gluten-free recipes, the top five boards for showcase for how to choose the best tile or the top five boards for home decorating. This is just a really subtle call to action, but again, it builds awareness that you're on Pinterest sharing great content to serve them. Everybody, everybody wants to hear that you are giving them great tools and you're serving them. We all feel delighted when the person that we're following along or the person that we respect goes, hey, here's all these resources I have for you to be more awesome. Check them out, right? So I'd love for you to test it by... Noting a few things: one, the traffic. You know, obviously, you can't um, see what the traffic is because you're going to start at zero. But seeing if what kind of traffic that particular post gets, and make sure you share that post onto Instagram, Pinterest, obviously, Facebook, Facebook group, anywhere that you have it, that your people might be, and even in your email. And then what you could do is you could even look at the followers of those boards and just make notes of the follower numbers. So that's one way that you could test it and even asking people to comment back with their favorite Pinterest boards. So just looking at how much interaction you can get on this particular post, I think could be a super creative way to not only get traffic to your site, but build awareness of to your audience that you're on Pinterest. So comment on the blog post. Tell me if you have a plan or what you're going to test out. That's simplepinmedia.com slash 142. I would love, love, love to hear what you're doing. And I would just love to follow along and learn from what you're testing. I think there's great value in our community of hearing what other people are working on and kind of testing it on multiple accounts. So I hope that this is super helpful for you all. I know that followers are important to some of you listening. So I want you to use these tips and let me know in six months what you're seeing. And again, if you have any tips for increasing followers that I did not list here, I'd love for you to comment on the blog post to let me know what you've tried. Again, you can simply go to simplepinmedia.com slash 142. Thanks so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode.